0: All right, well, it is so good to see each of you, and as we said earlier, this has always been a church where children, adults come to be with their moms on Mother's Day, and I commend you for that. It is a highlight, another highlight in our church when people come to be with their moms on this special day, and we welcome you again here at First Baptist Church. Also, we just look out, and this morning, how we were blessed uh, by our praise band and how the Lord is using them, Uh, and then our children's choir, how they're always a blessing um, to us. And uh, we're just, the Lord Lord is good, and uh, uh, this week, um, this coming Thursday, we have Two within our church that are graduating from Luther Rice uh, College University uh, Miss Sherry Ringler and Erin Deary. Um, they both uh, have worked on their masters, and, uh, uh, and then one of our young ladies graduated was it Thursday, Friday, Miss um, uh, Lori Sp- uh, Sp- uh, Spangler. Uh, got her masters, and so you know the Lord is good, and uh, we are we are excited uh, about those things. Well, today Mother's Day, always a special day. I've already enjoyed looking at Facebook of the number of you that have put pictures uh, of your mothers at different times in their life. It's always a blessing. But you know, as we think of mothers, and yes, we could say a lot of things about mothers, but one of the things that we see as one of their attributes is comfort, how many mothers go out of their way to give comfort to their children, to their family, uh, and and for many of them, that is a primary driving force in their life, um, uh, to give comfort. And so this morning, I I believe that the God who comforts as a mother is the title of my message, but To think of our Lord God and how he also gives comfort and how God comforts like a mother. One of my first verses that I want us to look at is in Isaiah chapter 66 verse 13 and it'll be on the screen. It says, as a mother comforts her son so I will comfort you and you will be comforted in Jerusalem. We all know that mothers are special people. No one has more hope and more dreams, and ambition, and love for a child than the way a mother does. She watches over her child, and when her child hurts, she hurts. And so we recognize that. I, uh, this message uh, made me think back Uh, of thinking of my own mother and how she was there to encourage me, how she was there uh, to help me. And when life would throw something at me that I didn't know how to handle, it was amazing that it seemed like mothers have that sixth sense and know what to do. But also, as we look at Scripture this morning, and we look at Luke's Gospel in the the second chapter in just a moment, one of the parallels that I want to run this morning is that Mary, the mother of Jesus, as we think of Mary, the mother of Jesus, she is one of the greatest examples of a good mother in the Bible. And as we think of what she went through, in Luke's Gospel, uh, the second chapter, verses 17 and 19, We find these verses. It says, After seeing them, they reported the message they were told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary was treasuring all these things in her heart and meditating on them. One of the qualities of a mother is that many times they are pondering the different thoughts about their children, about how each of their children is different, how they, how they act and how they do things, and sometimes when people say things about their children, mothers are pondering those things, and mothers like to keep things of children as well. Uh, mothers probably have the first spelling uh, uh, sheet that you made. Mothers keep things uh, of yours, special clothing, a lock of hair, you know, all those different things, all the different achievements. Mom keeps all those, and they think about it and ponder on them. But moms, let me give you a hint. I've just Kathy and I have just experienced this. You keep all that stuff thinking when your child gets old enough, you're going to give it to them. Guess what? They don't want it. You say, well, it's right there. Take it. And they keep just walking by it like it's the plague or something. Even bringing it to the house, it comes back. But, you know, mothers have this way of holding on to these things and, and, and pondering on them. And, and, and then continue on in that verse in Luke's gospel, chapter 2, verses 33 through 35. It says, his father and mother were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon uh, blessed them and told, and told his mother Mary, indeed, this child is designed to cause the fall and the rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be opposed, and a sword will pierce your own soul, and the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Can you imagine hearing a comment like this, hearing a statement like this? And as again, Mary ponders and still wondering what's going to happen, but she never gave up caring for her child. Moms don't give up, do they? I know sometimes teenagers say, Mom, I just wish you'd give up. But moms won't. Moms will continue to care. Moms will continue to be there. Moms will continue to pray for their children. And oh, how blessed we are that they do. In verse 38 of that same chapter, it says, At that very moment, she came up and began to thank God and speak, And to speak about him to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Israel. Mary was starting to get glimpses of what the ministry of Jesus might be and what he might do. But you know, even in, when, as Jesus grew up, and I love this passage in Luke 2, verses 41 through 50, uh, each year, you know that story, each year they would travel to Jerusalem. So Mary and her husband and Jesus, and they would go for the Passover event or the festival. And, and at this time he was 12 years old and they went according to the customs and you can read that. And, and then when it was over, when they went, they went kind of in a caravan. They went with a group. And and so, you know, everybody got their stuff together and began the caravan. And it was a day out of where they were. And they started looking because, you know, the kids would say, hey, Mom, I'm going to ride with this one. Or, hey, Mom, I'm going to be with so-and-so. And and a day out, they realized Jesus wasn't with them. And uh, now I asked this question in the first service, Kathy, and no one would raise their hand. Have any of you? Ever been left at church? I see one, and I see two hands. I knew we had some. Now, a lot of times that's not vocalized. I left my child at church. Sometimes they're left on the back row back there. That's how Kathy was on the back row. You know. <laughs> Moms, what happens when you realize you've left your child? Somebody will find them. They'll give them back. But, you know, moms think, you know, sometimes they go, oh, man, what are people going to think? They must think I'm going to be the worst mom there is. You know, I left my own child. Or, you know, moms you can to say, well, it was his fault. He was supposed to take the child this time. But even when they realized that Jesus was missing, it took them three days. I'm sure that was interesting. But when they got to Jesus, what did he tell them? He said, I'm about my father's business. Now, I've always wondered, have y'all ever tried that as an excuse? I wouldn't advise it. Now, Jesus, he he was able to pull it off, but I don't think we could. You know, children grow up, and I got an amen on that this morning, but uh, uh, children grow up, and they, what, start living out on their own, or they think they can live out on their own. But during those teenage years, they, what, they do not give much thought or heart And needs to their mothers. Many times in the teenage years, mom, you ain't going to hear much. But does that stop moms? Nope. Did that stop Mary, the mother of Jesus? Nope. We need to see today that as a mother, and that's why I say God and, and Mary both were comforters. They were there to comfort their children, and at times... Well, remember when Mary asked Jesus to make turn water into wine? Jesus wasn't really thrilled about that. But isn't it amazing how moms can get by with that? Moms, let me tell you. But you know, there's there's some interesting things even later on in life, even Jesus in John 19, verses 26 and 27, it says, when Jesus saw his mother standing there beside the disciples, he loved, he said to her, Dear woman, here is your son. And he said to this disciple, here is your mother. And from then on, this disciple took her into his home. There came a time when, when Jesus even he knew that where his life was going, and he wanted to make sure his mother was taken care of. He wanted to make sure the disciples, the disciples would look after his mother. And he knew, I even think Mary was starting to realize that there were going to be some dark days ahead. And you know, m- mothers will face what Mary was seeing in the sense of those dark days. And, but you know, sometimes, moms, those dreams we had for our children, those hopes that we had for our children, sometimes we see them falling apart. But even when that happened, what did Mary do? I believe she continued to comfort her son as much as she could. The promise of God being fulfilled in children's lives, that is something that we should desire, just like we have parent-child dedication, we have children's time, we have all these things, so that the promises of God can be fulfilled in children's lives. Miss Debbie, every year, when y'all do a do songs with the children, I'm always, there's a child that just kind of steps out. I mean, well, yeah, they step out all right, but uh, I mean, where did that come from, you know, a voice, a presence, and again, working with our children, helping them to cultivate talents that we don't even know about at this time. But God does. And and to comfort them and, and send them, but we need to be reminded also. Even though God comforts like a mother, our Lord Jesus Christ, He took care of His mother and then He told His disciples, I am sending you the great comforter. I am sending you one that will comfort you. In our world today, with all the things, if you want bad news, You're living in the right place. Every day there's loaded with bad news. But there's a lot of good news out there. There are children that are doing what is right. There are children that are doing what is right because they have been raised in a proper way and they're living their lives for the Lord. And we need to see that the Holy Spirit of God is there for all of us. And for our families. I believe God has a plan for each of us. Sometimes we maybe vary from that plan a little bit. But at the same time, God is there to comfort us. And this morning, I'm just grateful that we have mothers who are willing to comfort. And we have adults that are willing to comfort and nourish our children. And even today. Our Lord Jesus Christ, he knew what was going to happen. Because, you see, we, we need to realize what sin is. Sin is evil. Sin is, is, is black. Sin is, is to the point you don't even want to be around it. And Jesus knew he had to take on sin. It wasn't going to be pretty. It wasn't going to be nice. It was going to be ugly. It was going to be disgusting. And, and Jesus knew that that was coming. But at the same time, he was trying to prepare everybody. Are you prepared? Because sin will destroy. Sin will take us further than we want to ever go. But if we look to the Lord Jesus Christ, he wants to comfort us and show us the way that we can be set free and live a life that is fulfilling to him. You know, these little visits or these days like today where you're here with your mother, let me tell you something, it means a lot. It means a lot. Some of you would say, you know, it hasn't always been easy. That's true. I know sometimes we, we we think life is just gonna be no problems, but they are. But let's not forget who cares. A mother will care, but our heavenly father cares too. And he even sent his son to die on a cross so that we could live forever. Let's pray. It's gracious heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this day, and I thank you, Lord, for each family that is here. We ask for your blessing. Lord, may we see the significance of spending this time and enjoying this time. And Lord, we just thank you for the young adults, the children that you have blessed us with in this church. And Lord, we thank you for these parents that are here, and grandparents that are here, learning and nurturing, and Lord, we are grateful. We just ask that you would guide us in your son's name.